Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. Welcome to 49ers in 5, your daily update on everything happening with the team that you need to know. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. Today is Friday, October 27th, 2023. Here's what's happening with your San Francisco 49ers. We'll get to Steve Wilk's apology, and that's pretty much what it was in a minute. But first, we always start every show with the injury report. Debo Samuel and Trent Williams didn't participate in practice. That's not exactly a surprise, although there was some hope that Trent would be out there. Brock Purdy, though, was a limited participant in practice. Saw some footage of him out there taking some snaps and running around a little bit. That is a good sign. Doesn't mean he's definitely going to be cleared, but it is a very good sign that he is out there. I don't want to speculate on what stage of the concussion protocol he's in because I don't know and nobody knows really, but it was a very good sign, like I said, to have him out there. He still ultimately needs to get cleared by a team doctor and an independent neurologist if he's going to play on Sunday. That's all we know, but obviously things seem to be trending in a good direction. So hopefully that continues. Now, Let's get to what you really want to hear about Steve Wilkes, his first press conference since his terrible decision to send a zero blitz before halftime on Monday night against the Vikings, which, of course, resulted in a 60 yard touchdown in the game was basically the game at that point. Steve Wilkes did not waste any time addressing the issue. Take full responsibility uh, for that call. Um, I have to do a better job in putting the guys in a better position. Uh, we have good players. I know that and uh, can't really press the issue, you know, uh, and with that, you know, moving forward, uh, it's my responsibility to do that. So uh, I, you know, wish I could take it back. Um, but uh, again, you know, uh, I got to I got to do better. Steve, was that call partly a reflection of not being able to get to Cousins? Uh, I, I, I don't really want to elaborate on the call again. I can't. I can't press it. Uh, our players, uh, again, they, they have shown an ability to be able to do certain things, and uh, I got to be able to trust that. And um, I, I know exactly what we have in, in the caliber guys there. Uh, and once again, I take full responsibility uh, for putting those guys in that position. That sounds like a dude that heard an earful from his boss at some point this week. When he said, I can't press the issue, what does that mean exactly? Does that mean he can't blitz, that he can't call a zero blitz? I was a little confused by that comment. He said it multiple times. So I want to keep an eye on how much he actually blitzes this weekend and how heavy those blitzes are. My other takeaway, 
I wish the 49ers press corps would handle every press conference like that. This was great. There were follow-up questions and everything. Like, please give me more of that. Now, Wilkes did speak about other things, mainly the problems that the defense has had this year. Here is another chunk that gets into all of those issues. How do you explain the front, front four then not getting, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's a combination of both. It's a combination of both. You know, I start with me, you know, um, you know, from a standpoint of calls, you know, got, got to look at my calls. Uh, we got to look at what we do from a coverage standpoint. Uh, and giving those guys opportunities, you know, because when I evaluate the tape and I watch things, we're this close, we're this close, we're this close. And, you know, you look at certain situations while the quarterback is getting rid of the ball, uh, you know, we got to be better in our zone drops, you know, getting in that particular window that's going to make him hold the ball and then bolsters right there to get the sack, or he's going to check it down, as we always talk about, forcing the ball to the kill zone. So there's a combination of a lot of things, and we all got our hand in it, and we got to get better. Do you ever go back and look at what was successful uh, for D'Amico, for Robert Sala with similar players? Uh, I think you have to because it's based off the defense, you know, and uh, this defense is, is is a unique defense. And there's certain things that go with that particular uh, defense. And I'm learning that, you know, and there's certain things that you got to you can't sway away from. You know, so as we evaluate, as I evaluate and talk to the coaches, most importantly, as well as Kyle, uh, I see those things. So, uh, again, that's why I'm not panicking. I know we have the personnel. I know we have the talent. Uh, and I just got to do a better job putting them in position. What's it like learning a defense and coaching a defense at the same time? Uh, you know, it, it's it's always challenging. You know, uh, you know, you when you've done your own thing for 17 years, uh, it's, it's a little different. But uh, I'm encouraged. Uh, I got a great uh, supporting cast. These coaches are around me are phenomenal. Uh, they know this defense. They 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 know that craft. Uh, these players are great. So uh, we're all in this together, man. So I'm not hitting the panic button at all. Did you catch that? He's still learning the defense. It's week eight. You don't know the defense by now. With all due respect, what were you doing this off season? Like the time for learning is past, man. You should know it by now. We got a defensive coordinator in there that doesn't know how to best utilize his players essentially halfway through the season. That was a very revealing statement from Steve Wilkes. And I hope he gets up to speed quick and maybe the bye week will help. But I did not like the sound of that. We always give you one thing to read, one thing to watch, and one thing you might have missed. One thing to read on this Friday. Nick Bosa spoke extensively about his season, and there's a collection of the quotes in The Athletic. Bosa, to hear him tell it, doesn't think he's playing that much different from last year when he won the Defensive Player of the Year award. Mm, I beg to differ, but you can read the quotes and decide for yourself. Click the link in the description of this episode. One thing to watch if you need a little levity, just a little something to help you relax. John Lund of KNBR tweeted out a video of Jeopardy contestants with the category Hall of Famers by position. Needless to say, there are some names in there you might know. And as for the contestants, well... You better check it out yourself. Again, I'll put the link in the description of this episode. One thing you may have missed. Full disclosure, I am recording this during Thursday Night Football, so I don't know how it's going to turn out, but 
If Josh Allen runs for a touchdown, he will make some history. That will move him into a tie with Steve Young for the second most rushing touchdowns by a quarterback in NFL history. Young ran for 43 touchdowns in his incredible career. The record, if you're wondering, is held by Cam Newton, who ran for 75 touchdowns in his NFL career. That's a crazy number. By the way, Josh Allen leads all active players and nobody else is even really that close to him. So it's kind of a one horse race now with Josh Allen, if he can catch Cam Newton, but first he's got to catch Steve Young. Maybe he does it in the game. As I said, I'm recording this while that is happening. But that is a wrap on today's 49ers and five. Please rate, review, and follow the Gold Standard Podcast Network. We would appreciate it. Leave us a review on Apple Pods, five-star rating if you would. That helps people discover us. So please, please, please do that. And after the game on Sunday, join us on YouTube for the Instant Reaction Podcast. Myself and Levin Black will be here breaking it all down. You better believe we'll talk about the defense. We'll see who's starting at quarterback and talk about all of that. Please join us. This is usually our most interactive and fun show of the week most of the time. When the 49ers lose, it's slightly less fun, I agree. But then it's a therapy session, so you should join anyway. Enjoy your weekend. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. We'll talk after the game. This has been a Gold Standard Podcast Network production, part of the Fans First Sports Network.